0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Trash Pandas. I'm Lindsay, and this is my wonderful co-host. Lauren. We're so happy to be here with you tonight. Always, every week. Hopefully, you're staying (laughs) safe and healthy and away from the COVID wildfire that is our country. (laughs) It's, oh, true. It, is so right that. That it is so crazy right now.
1: It is so crazy right now. It's insane.
0: It really it's, is. It's wild right now, hence the hat, which is backwards to you. Mm-hmm. But it says the mask goes over.
1: No, actually, it, it, reads, it reads just fine. Okay.
0: Oh, it does? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. To me, to us, it's, it's backwards. backwards. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. So you can see it, so don't be a stinker. Put the fucking mask over your nose. do You know how stinker. You know how that they tell if you have COVID or not? They put a swab way up into your brain <laughs> and your they go brain. last time I had one. The lady was like 10 oh seconds each God. nostril. What? And, oh, nope. I was.
1: Okay. So having had, having that. had to do this four times in three weeks it's because of worst. stupid people,
0: it is, it, it is
1: not an enjoyable process. I really don't recommend it.
0: So if you don't want that to happen with your nose, Put the mask over your goddamn <laughs> nose.
1: Yeah, because the like, mask.
0: What? There is no point of it down here.
1: No, it's not like, a chin diaper. How
0: COVID happens, this is where they test for COVID. So, mask over nose. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> you filthy animals. <laughs> you
1: filthy
0: animals. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, oh. um, this week, you said you haven't been watching much, but I, I haven't. Have, I have to talk. Okay. So, first, Um, finished queen's gambit amazing i started it yes okay yeah you're right you're right just saw that the sales for chess um boards and pieces went like skyrocketing because of the show which is so super cool um the other thing that i have to mention is bravo which is my favorite Started a new Housewives series, um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Ooh,
1: okay. I can get down with that because I don't want to start one that I haven't seen much of before. So I'll start this one. So
0: this only has three or four episodes out right now. Sold. It is, it might be the perfect Housewives franchise. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that is talking really soon, but I feel like they figured out the formula. For what makes like the perfect housewife scenario. And it is so good. Like, we have ex Mormons, we have converted Mormons, we have like sold. We have me on this already. We have a Pentecostal church leader there who feels the spirit. I mean, like, it is wild. (laughs) It's wild. Um, If you need something new to watch, Check it out! It's so trashy. It's so good. I I love it so far. I am sold. I'm love it. I'm hooked, line and sinker.
1: I will totally start watching it now that you've given that rave review about it. It's I seriously so will. Good. I
0: mean, they're so hateable. I love that. Like there's like maybe one you kind of like, and then the rest <laughs> the you're the like rest you are a so horrible human being. And why is that good TV? No, no, but Bravo figured it out. They,
1: they know, know what's
0: up. They know we hate or we love to hate those awful human beings on our show. Yep. Like I, I love it. I adore it. Sold. I so, can watch that. Um, is there anything you want to talk about before we dive right in? Um, not really. I haven't really
1: had a chance to watch stuff again. I was like working or you know doing a whole bunch of stuff with school and whatnot. But now that we're all off, I'm gonna have nothing to do. But watch TV. So wonderful.
0: We'll see what's happening. All right. So let's dive in to 90 day the other way. The most recent episode. We start out with Jenny and submit. I love Jenny and submit, but I also
1: think that Jenny is just completely out of her realm with like totally the cultural differences yeah she is just beyond it and it's like she doesn't even sometimes i feel like she doesn't even try
0: to understand where he is coming where he's coming from exactly so um the prime minister of india finally like lifts the lockdown, they're able to go out. Um, they are about to go meet with a marriage lawyer to figure out exactly what they have to do to get married. And they're going, they are traveling to Delhi for this. And um submit before they leave pulls out like these little cards and they look like a little like ID cards that you wear around your neck. It's like a lanyard, lanyard, yeah. And they're supposed to keep the virus away.
1: I wonder how much he paid for those.
0: And I wonder, like, <laughs> what is it? Like, yeah, what is it supposed to be? What is like, it
1: supposed to be? Like, is it like a is prayer, it, or is it like a chemical? Like gold yeah, like, Or like, like
0: or yeah, like citronella, right? Or something like what, what did is this it? guy just buy for? Right. Her? Like, what were you just suckered into? Cement. I don't know. But it was-I do
1: want to know how much he paid for that. It was we'll
0: cute. See. So um, Jenny suggests like, as they're getting ready to go see this lawyer, like, hey, why don't we give our intention to marry? Because we have to go to Delhi to do that. So why don't we just give our intention to marry why, while we're there? And submits so like, oh, uh, uh, if the lawyer says it's okay. And um, uh, I mean, if there's enough time, uh, 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 I'm like, classic sign of a dude who wants to get married right now. Yeah. He's acting so willing to just get married. Like, he just is, like, all about this idea. Like, red flag number one, Jenny. Okay. (laughs) So, she freaks out and she's like, I wasn't expecting this reaction from you, Submit. And I love your Jenny impersonation. Thank you. It's I like. I feel like I kind of nailed it. It's like a little bit Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Yes. There's a little I, bit of right. she's there's, yeah, she there's got that
1: froggy. I've voice. got
0: some Muppet inspiration. <laughs> behind the jenny but she kind of sounds like a muppet no she really does and though. she kind of
1: looks like janice like,
0: like the, a very haggard janice
1: a very haggard janice the only thing that would make her more of a muppet is when she laughed she went like like threw her head back like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that's like the only thing that would make it more Muppet,
0: but yes. Okay, so she's worried about her visa. We find out this is kind of why she has this reaction. It's like, I have to leave in six months unless we get married, blah, blah, blah. And uh, submits just kind of like, oh, well, I just got divorced, so.
1: And I don't blame him for being a little but bit no, like, but
0: However, apprehensive. Like, this is a girl that you lured over once. While you were married, kept her in a secret apartment, and then you bring her back over after wait, she spent no, all wait. of the retirement savings. Like stop that for one second,
1: because in reality, she's been lured over three times now.
0: Yeah, okay. So, but the first time was like, okay, meeting and then like sure, but he she he
1: took her over there with the intention of them getting married, as far as she knew, but he did not tell his parents that at all okay and so they had like a good relationship she had like a good relationship with his
0: parents first and then things went awry i mean how fucking stupid are his parents to think like this woman is traveling from america and she's gonna move in for five weeks and her and my son are just friends right like, sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Submit, but you are dumb. Which I agree with that, but also
1: you just have to remember that he brought her over that time, and then brought her over again. Well, where yeah, his, that's
0: what I'm saying. They got
1: married, or like him and his ex-wife got married. They were over that's there. That's why I don't feel sorry Showed for up at that. their house. Exactly, and now the third time and they're about to get married, they're saying there's nothing that's going to stop us this time. And shit just keeps on going awry for them because he will not like, I get why he won't let his, like his parents are kind of like a helping guide what he decides, mm-hmm. but he already knew that he already knew that his parents were going to say no. So why is he like continuing to bring her over if he doesn't intend on just going against them completely? Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: So no, I get
0: what you're saying, but that still does not leave me much empathy for submit in this no, and, no. And Jenny, because honestly not Jenny, all three of this, like you're an yeah. idiot exactly. like you're an idiot like I love how like hopelessly romantic you are and how hopelessly blind to reality you are sometimes it's very endearing and sweet and I think that's why we all love Jenny mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you're a fool yeah. You are a fool. What did George Bush
1: say? It was like, fool me once, shame on me, fool well, me twice, twice, you're not going to fool me again. You're, yeah, exactly. Like, he <laughs> makes zero sense. He literally did it three times, and <laughs> she's just like, why is this the same every time? Like,
0: <laughs> What's the definition? Even George Bush fucking figured it out. <laughs> What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same During thing and expecting, expecting the same a <laughs> result. Ex-
1: expecting a different result by doing the same thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's expecting like you're you constantly there. are yeah, yeah. going through the same motion she's been yeah. doing that yeah
0: why why are you doing that so they go to see this lawyer and he says if you have people object objecting to the marriage that could prevent your marriage but his lawyer basically says well what here's another option you could do this it's called." um aria samaj i might be pronouncing that wrong sure uh but they will marry you and he says they look at the soul of the people getting married um so they don't have to worry about converting to another religion she can say christian he can stay hindu um they don't have to worry about parents giving blessings. They don't have to worry about anything. There is like this loophole in the in the law where if you go and get married under this Arias Maj, none of that will be like you can get a legal marriage. Right. So um Jenny is kind of like shocked by all this because she had no idea about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, like fucking submit had no idea about it you know submit probably had an idea about it and he's probably kicking his lawyer's shins underneath that goddamn table for being like why you bringing this up (laughs) motherfucker so um they set a date for an or sorry 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 wait back it up for a second. Submit still says, even if we do pursue this type of marriage, I still want to talk to my parents because I don't want my parents to disown me. So even if we do pursue this, I'm, ex- I need their blessings. Like it plain matter, and simple. Right? Like I don't plan on disowning my parents. I will pick, he said before the season, I will pick my parents over you. Yeah. Like, so again, that's another point against Jenny, where it's like, why
1: do you think that this guy is going to choose you over mm-hmm. them
0: when mm-hmm. he's blatantly told you multiple times mm-hmm. that he won't? Right. So then afterwards they set a date for their engagement party or the ring ceremony, which is a big deal in India because it's you're telling everyone. It's like an engagement party. I think we said last time, like times ten. It's like where you're expressing your intentions. You are going to get married, and it's a big deal in India. And so they set a date for this, um and they decide they're not going to invite Samit's parents. So and you know that's a Jenny idea. <laughs> yeah, for we sure. all know that's a Jenny idea. So then um they have a meeting with Samit's brother Amit and his wife so uh submit sister-in-law they had gotten married in the covid lockdown so they're newlyweds and they have them over and basically the idea i think to invite the brother over is to have him go back to the parents and be like this is a real relationship and blah, blah 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 like they're going to do it regardless yeah and so um what ends up happening though is that Jenny kind of drops this huge bombshell that they're having a ring ceremony. They're having it tomorrow. And um, Samit's so brother is just like, shocked. They keep on just looking at they each other. They are shocked. Like, they're like, what is this? What is happening? Is this for real? So, um, then they say uh you know you you two are invited we would love you to come we would love you to be a part of our day and they're still just shocked and his brother's like or no actually his wife was the one that was like but you're gonna tell mom and dad right yeah exactly and they submit and Jenny just kind of like exchange looks and the brother's like You need to tell mom and dad, like, if you don't tell them, like, this is just going to worsen our our already strained relationship. Like, even though they're never going to agree to this, if you don't tell them, it's going to make things a million times worse. Yeah. So, um... Um, submit asked them for their help and like getting their mom and dad's approval with the whole thing and the brother says I can accept your relationship but I promise you mom and dad never will they never ever will pro- accept your relationship and that is where we left off with Jenny yeah Submit. unfortunately I feel like
1: I feel like at some point Like she's okay. They they have no other choice. It's either just get married or she's going to go home Mm -hmm. because she's running out of visa time. Yeah, And they keep on, um, like make extending her, her, um, visa because of the pandemic. But now that over there, you know, the pandemic has been like the lift of the, uh, you know, lockdown and everything. They're going to start trying to, like, push her out. So I am curious to see what happens with them. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that has said otherwise that she's been home or anything like that. Me I either. also haven't looked very hard. I haven't either. Um, but usually that kind of stuff comes to me. Yeah. Like, people yeah, will send me stuff or I'll get tagged in something. You tag me and shit
0: all the time. Well, we'll and also, stuff, like, so. I just like, whatever I Google, which I Google trash. Oh, yeah. Like it'll pop up on my Google yeah, uh, and nothing has happened. Same. So far,
1: I so. haven't seen anything from them. The only thing I've seen any kind of like, um, real, Different things coming from like Google was with Brittany and Yazin But oh, other yeah. than that, or or Jihoon and, and Yeah. Oh, 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 oh But yeah. it's like those are the two mess couples. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're those the super messy. Messies. Yeah. And so yeah, I expect I'm gonna see something about them. And oftentimes it'll be like this crazy thing. And then I'll click on it and it's like, oh, but they resolved it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's nothing.
0: So um next couples are in Benyam.
1: Uh they're pretty so, messy too,
0: actually. <laughs> uh, pretty messy. So they are um still at the hotel and they're next to Ari's parents because remember, Ari's parents are in Ethiopia visiting all of them. Vinium kind of wants to show her parents what Ethiopia is all about, takes them to a capital city it's in Ethiopia place. in a marketplace. Um, Ari's parents are reacting to Ethiopia and her dad is like super surprised at like (laughs) that the capital city of Ethiopia is third world okay
1: like (laughs) do I have to remind everybody of like Sally Struthers or like the fact that (laughs) you're in
0: Ethiopia. That's what I don't understand. Like,
1: Generally speaking, people understand it to be whether you've like looked into it or not to be third world.
0: That's what like is just so shocking to me is like Ari's dad is a cardiologist. His mom is an emergency or her mom is an emergency room nurse. Like we're dealing with very intelligent people. Yeah, educated, super educated. Why people. are you shocked? And I think maybe that it goes back to just Americans living in their fucking bubble
1: mm-hmm.
0: of like, everyone lives this way. This is what life is. And then, like,
1: and no, it's, dude, it's
0: fucking not. It's fucking not. So I don't know. That was kind of frustrating. Like It, it was super frustrating for me. Like, you're like when so, I was watching
1: it, you, I was like, why God did knows. none
0: of you do anything? any research motherfucker! About you Ethiopia. sponsored like 13
1: little kids for 10 cents a day I know for a <laughs> fact so
0: like well and on. even like Ari's dad like and her mom like being so intelligent it seems like like y'all did no research before your daughter moved over to Ethiopia and had a baby like why are you shocked right now nobody
1: in that family did any research and ari had been there before That's and still didn't so do any fucking fucked research that so fucked she was like living in ethiopia is so much harder than i thought it was gonna be hashtag white
0: privilege
1: right what like, the fuck
0: girl I mean, yeah, because she was like all one of those white Instagram girls. Like, I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to travel all over the world. I'm going to go to all of these third world countries and take pictures and do all these <laughs> amazing really good things. I'm going to sleep with a dancer. Then I got pregnant, <laughs> and now and I'm then pissed off that he's going re- sleeping with other people. Fucking reality is hitting me in the goddamn face, like. Oh, I'm so sorry for you, bitch. Like, I'm not. I'm also, not that sorry for you. Dude's
1: not going to stop doing his dancing gig. He's not going to stop playing ass, ass bongos
0: because you moved your fucking ass over here. Like, girl. He's not playing ass bongos on you. Who's he playing it, ass bongos on? Bro, it's of ass bongos. <laughs> for real. For real. All right. Get it. Get it, girl. <laughs> Your mom even said, What? Him and that dancer had some electric chemistry.
1: Your own mother said it. She just it. is she's, she's ruthless. just ruthless.
0: Straight up.
1: Ruthless. Like, I love her. Yeah. I I think I would like to say almost for certain that Ari's mom is my favorite person on 90 Day Fiance the other way. Oh, I think that no 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 Armando. She's okay, my favorite, favorite, she's we'll my, my favorite parent. She's my, she is just full of perfect one-liners. I <laughs> yes, love her yes, so she much. They she have has a, a lot, lot of ones. chemistry. <laughs> Those two. Have oh, like I'm, hey, thanks. she's pretty cute. Did you notice? <laughs>
0: Ari's just sitting there like chewing her fingernails. Things now.
1: don't sound so good <laughs> over here. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Thanks, thanks mom. <laughs> mom.
0: That's the name of the episode. Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Binyam wants to show her parents where they grew up. Her parents are reacting to Ethiopia. Her uh, dad is surprised of the state of everything. He's worried about how it's so underdeveloped for his grandson to live there and grow up there. Um, They buy a chicken in the marketplace. uh, A live chicken, I should say. And it's butchered in front of them. And I can unequivocally say I fast forwarded through this whole oh, goddamn yes. thing because the watch- I am a hypocrite. I will eat chicken. I don't, don't want to watch slaughtered. it um, slaughtered.
1: I will say this. The thing that was weird about it was that he explained it like, oh, they'll kill it here and then put it in a plastic bag and you can eat it <laughs> just like that. And I was like, raw? Just like that? <laughs> Like, wait! I'm legitimately concerned. (laughs) Hold hold on, hold on, hold Hold on, hold on, back it up. What the fuck did did you you just say? (laughs) What? I could just eat it like they were put it in a plastic bag, and I can eat sashimi. They say right, eat it right here, is what he says, and I was like, eat Mm, it right here. No, he
0: does not. Yeah,
1: he says like, eat it right here. Eat it. Eat it right now. Something like that, where it was like,
0: <laughs> literally <laughs>
1: implied <laughs> you can eat it that moment. And I was like, I don't think so. I can't talk about this anymore. I'm, I'm throw sorry. Up. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw
0: up. Sorry. White, I'm sorry. I'm going to throw up. up white claws <laughs> everywhere. <gonna> <laughs> white
1: claws.
0: So um, they're still in the market. And Ari just starts airing all of their dirty laundry. And her mom's like, so... One of Ari's things is, okay, so Binyoung comes home, and he just comes home, and then he leaves again, and he doesn't tell me where he's going, what he's doing, blah, 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 and her mom is like, is this normal for your culture, just to, like, walk in the door when you get home, and then walk out the door again, and... um. Ari is like just remember I'm an American baby and um yeah because she calls him baby yeah and then I'm like I need to know or sorry oh she goes I need to know what you're doing just remember I'm an American I need to know what you're doing and her mom is like you know us American women need a plan and I just laugh because I'm like She's an ER nurse and her husband is a a cardiologist. Right. Like you're telling me there were times where he didn't have to just leave for his job and I'm not yeah. I'm not saying like his job and Binyam's job are all of the same. But if Binium's trying to make money and a last minute gig pops up and they're like, Hey, we had um, a performer cancel. Yeah. We need you to fill in. And he does like, I mean, yeah. Some of that last minute shit is going to happen. Just working in the service industry in general. That's has exactly told what me, I wanted to talk has about. Has told yeah. me
1: multiple times that I will be called in for super inopportune times. Like, Literally 10 minutes before I'm supposed to be at a shift, somebody will call me and be like, oh yeah, I need you to come in and work for me kind of thing. And you suck it up and you do it. So when, but when you're making that kind of money for that kind of job, then that's exactly when you suck it up and do it.
0: Exactly. You know, like, yeah, like if I'm going to make $500 a show, right. Yep. And that's what he says. I sometimes I make $500. Sometimes I make $400 yeah.
1: and I'm just like, for that kind of money, I would probably stop what I'm doing and, and go do it. get ready and go yeah. within seconds. And actually I will say with confidence, I have left concerts. Like in the middle of a
0: concert. To go and work somewhere. So. So Ari kind of explains that she feels bad. Because she told Binyam. That she wasn't going to discuss the problems. Between the two. um, In front of her parents. Um, But then I'm like. Okay Ari. Well then don't get mad. When Binyam's family gets involved in shit. Because. You promised him. That you weren't going to tell your parents. Binyam talks to his family. Why yep. are you mad then? So fuck right off. So, so fuck right off. <laughs> Love it. So um Ari says um putting the their two cultures together is kind of like pushing against the tide. And she says he'll never know until he sees how I grew up. And then um the parents kind of give advice on communicating between the two because they already see obviously that's a huge issue. So the next time we see them they unload all of um the stuff that her parents brought for the new baby and they go see um, their new apartment um and uh baby's like this apartment is so much nicer than like anything I've ever been in but then her parents get up there and her parents are like apartment is super small it's trash you're gonna need you're gonna need to get into a bigger apartment ASAP mom's worried about the fridge and she's like I'm not trying to be insulting but you need a bigger apartment and I'm like girl people grow up in like studio apartments yeah and they are just fine individuals like that is a fine apartment to me. I don't know. I, I didn't
1: see anything. Wrong I with didn't the apartment. see anything.
0: And so Binyam put a toilet seat on. So <laughs> we're fine. I, I what like is how the they issue? waited until
1: like the parents were coming to like put the toilet seat on. Because I'm like, what happened when this right. like nine months pregnant? Right. <laughs> so right. Came over. It's all right. You hover. You hover. <laughs>
0: So basically, they just keep saying how small it is. And then Ari is like, well, okay, the apartments that you guys would like the, the luxury apartments are super expensive, because expats come over here and they buy everything up and we can't afford a good apartment. And, um, Then his mom goes on to ask, like, baby, like, how much money he makes. And I'm like, this is so awkward and demeaning, like, for you to be questioning them about their finances like this is just, like, so awkward. I completely agree. so awkward. I thought it was very, very awkward. I'm like, it's demeaning to him, too. And he explains, he's like, I'm in a service industry. There's some nights I make this much money. There's some nights that I make this much money. And I'm like... I relate to that so hardcore like being in a I worked in so obviously you too mm-hmm. for millions of years and you can't rely on anything. Nope. It is what it is. And um so basically her mom's like well if we knew how much you were bringing in and how much you were doing like your dad and I could help out and I was like meaning you could pay for everything like well then just go ahead and fucking pay for it right like quit fucking demeaning him and like just pay for it because obviously money's not an issue <sighs> So they There's all <laughs> they all go out to eat with his siblings. Wish is there, and all sorts of shit comes up. They say that Ari gets mad too fast. It's um, like she
1: freaks out, which I was like, yeah.
0: And then they say
1: like we're not being uh, demeaning towards you, or we're not being like disrespectful. And I was like, you're saying words like freak out, and they
0: feel like she needs to calm down. Calm down, yeah, yeah like.
1: First of all, everyone knows that the quickest way to make someone fucking flip out is, say, calm down.
0: Yeah, and they say, like, culturally, it's weird for a woman to, like, shout at your man. And um, the mom's like, oh, so you just let it go? And they're like, well, no, we would talk to his parents about it. Well, baby doesn't have parents. Right. Baby's an orphan. So now what? Yeah. Now what? So anyways. Um, and her
1: parents are talking to them about it right now.
0: Yeah. So, so this really throws off her parents, and they just see that like the couple has like a lot of problems. And then they bring up the baptism, the fact that Ari has agreed to let Avi get baptized, and Ari has not told her parents this yet. So when it gets brought up, you just see Ari like immediately be like, "Well, I haven't told them that yet." And, I was just about to. And her dad is, like, shocked that he's getting baptized. And Ari's like, well, it's just a little water on his forehead. And, like, I'm not trying to, like, go super deep into this. And her mom, who's not even Jewish, but she's Catholic, and she was like, well, if they're baptized, that means they're baptized into the religion. Like, letting know, letting Ari know how serious it is whether you agree or disagree because I would be from Ari's standpoint be like who gives a shit like it makes the family happy. <laughs> Drunk face. Don't care. <laughs> um so anyways the dad is shook and shook. <laughs> <laughs> he's shook. He, he was shook. Mr. Ari is shooketh and um the sisters explain the baby's gonna go straight to hell. And Aries, like I told you, like, we're not using that kind of language. I don't believe that. The baby does not go straight to hell. I don't even have a concept of hell. So, no. And then we kind of just leave that situation and we move on to Brittany and Yazan. (laughs) Just gone. Just gone. Just gone. gone.
1: We don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. Side note, uh, something I told you already, but I just want to, like, throw it out there. For some reason... um, Ari's dad's voice is like super pleasing to me like it it sounds really good and I was talking to Lindsay about it and I was like why is that like such a pleasing voice to me and we realized that he sounds like a good Good doctor doctor. and
0: And I was like yeah I would like trust
1: anything that he says just because the way that his voice is so interesting very I wanted to throw that out there really quick because that was pretty crazy that we both agreed so yeah
0: for sure he's super cute so Brittany, Yazan, so Brittany and So um, Brittany is like ro- doing the robot outside and she's pretending to be all drunk <laughs> While we're waiting for Yazan annoying, to pick her up While we're waiting for her boyfriend who hates alcohols to come pick her up and her best friend's there with her and her best friend's like totally sober and fine and just like staring at her as she does this robot and it's just like you're a fucking idiot Watching you do this thing and Then they're done that <laughs> Uh, so he picks them up and they go to his store because he's working as a barber. He has his own store and Brittany's being flirty and cute. And it's like, I'm going to cut her hair and cuts his hair drunk. What are you thinking? Yeah, probably don't cut his hair. Anyway. Probably, probably don't hold scissors to so someone's head when you're fucking drunk. And don't, cheers. don't cut super hair sharp sharp anyway, cheers. even if you're
1: not drunk, like, like if, you're not fucking, if you're not a fucking,
0: if you're not. License to do
1: that, please just don't.
0: So, (laughs) anyways, he knows that she's like super drunk right now because he can smell booze on her, but he's like, "I'm just not going to cause problems. Like, I'm just gonna let this one go and slide, whatever." So, um, the shop's nice. I mean, it is what it it is. Yeah, and it's nice to see that they have some sort of chemistry because up until all this point, I was like, "Why?" Yeah. No, I agree. So, um, split this one. oh, shit. Ooh. Uh, oh, he says that he doesn't care about her being a Christian that night, too. He's like, you don't have to convert, you can just do whatever. Yeah. And, um, that was pretty big. And her friend was like, I'm not seeing all of like the crazy crap that you told me about, Yazan. Yeah. Like, he seems like pretty okay, don't understand. And then the next day um he shows Brittany his apartment. And it's what I would expect. Isn't it terrible? It's fine. It's fine. Um it's like just a regular apartment.
1: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad i mean
0: other than the shower situation totally
1: but like i mean when i saw
0: it i was like okay he's like trying no he's trying he's definitely trying he's fine whatever okay so he's fine (laughs) she's sick and Melissa. wait go back for a second wait what because she says
1: um i want to wait a year to get married oh and he was like, okay, yeah, like I'll wait a year. I I care about your happiness. And, you know, if that makes you happy, then I'll go ahead and wait a year. And then, um, so then he she also says, like, I'm not going to move in until you fix the shower. And he says, okay, that sounds reasonable. But then the next day when they're talking about it, he's like, mm, well, in reality, I said I was okay with waiting a year to get married. but.'" Can't actually
0: do that. And but did we I didn't think we saw this part yet? Because this is the part where he takes her to the translator. I mean, I watched it today. Did you watch I know it but today? Yeah, but I don't think it was in this episode. I think it's in the next episode. Oh,
1: it is? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So that was my bad then because my shit automatically yeah. goes to the next thing. He takes her to the next. Yeah. Okay. You, you got me. Right. I got like, like a little snippet of yeah, next Yeah, No, okay. they always
0: give um, sneak peeks from next I week. hate that because I'll be watching um, uh-huh. like the app Philo or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it
1: won't go to the next episode and sometimes it will. Yeah, so that's be
0: like, gonna be next week. Okay, next so week that's it why is. I okay. there. Sorry, my bad. Okay, so Chase and Melissa. So Tim is with his mom, and they decide to go out one on one before she has to leave because she's leaving to go back to the states. Um, she's in Colombia right now, and um, she wants to know Melissa truly appreciates like what Tim has given up for her. Um, in the States to, like, try to be a part of this relationship, and she's basically, like, she can't keep throwing the cheating card at you like if you guys are truly going to move on and be happy and Which like get I over with. this like she cannot keep throwing the cheating card at you and yes totally 100% agree with Tim's mom if you on guys this.
1: decide that you're going to like move past this thing that really like fucked with your relationship you cannot then bring, you bring it up, throw it up again mm-hmm. and like i know that It's hard not to continuously bring up something like that. Yeah. I know multiple people who are in situations that don't even involve cheating, but just in general, when something happens, that's hurtful and you go, okay, I'm willing to look past this.
0: Yeah. You need to look past it forever and never bring it up again. Yeah. It's done. It's done and buried. You have to. Otherwise, it's never going to work. It's never going to work because you're going to keep on bringing up the same bullshit. Yeah. So he says what's really weighing heavily on his mind is the fact that Melissa hooked up with someone um, during their breakup. And his mom didn't know that up until this point. And his mom is actually, like, on Melissa's side kind of about this. And is like, well, maybe that's something she did. To see if like she really wanted to be with you in the long run. Sometimes like, you have to do something. Sometime, like that. Right, exactly. So she's not like super hateful towards Lisa and she's like pretty understanding. Like, which is interesting because they had such is. a strange yeah, relationship. Yeah, they did. And I feel right.
1: like if Maylisa had heard her saying that, she would have had a stronger bond. Yeah, with her. absolutely,
0: and a stronger bond with him. Sure. Like, yeah, your mom's right, and it's good to know that someone from your side is on my side Mm -hmm. about this. Um, So, uh, then they talk about the fact that Tim's worried like, because he knows that Melissa's not ready for marriage, but his visa there is running out. So it's like, either you have to get married to find a job, because he can't just find a job, he's been completely unsuccessful with finding a job up until this point. Right. So he's like, either we have to get married or like, I'm going to have to go back to the States and I'm going to have to make more money because like my financial situation is not secure. And um basically uh, he's worried about what this would mean for his relationship with Melissa because he knows like, If I go home, things may never be the same. And then him and his mom have like this kind of like teary eyed, misty eyed -eyed moment. But she's really cool about it. And she just says, like, you know, I just want you to be happy. And I know, like, maybe you coming home is the right thing to do. But whatever you choose to do, like, I'm going to support you like 2000%. So his mom was like really sweet about Yeah. All of it.
1: She also said, um, you know, I'm not gonna be here forever Yeah, to, like to like help you through these things. And like anytime that anyone says anything like that, I know it, it chokes always up. chokes yeah. me up every time. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh my god, uh, how terrible is it to like think about that where it's like your mom just wants to see you do happy. the right thing and be with this person, whatever happy, makes you healthy happy. and God, like for it to just not work out or if something happened to her. Oh my God. I know. It's just so bad. Okay. Nope. I agree. I'm sorry, mom. I hope that you're, uh, (laughs) you know, you're able to get everything. We love you,
0: mommy. Mommy cheese. Cheers to mom. Oh, and all moms, moms.
1: but also mommy cheese stick. White claws to
0: moms. We love you, mom. Cherry
1: white claws to moms.
0: (laughs) damn Okay. So um they go to a couple counselor together, and Tim says this isn't the first time they've been to a couple's counselor together. They went to one in the States right after Tim had cheated on May Lisa. But they go to this counselor together in Colombia because they obviously still have a bunch of issues to work out. And May Lisa expresses that she wants to forgive Tim. Um and Tim says the easiest way to get him a job would be marriage which we already talked about this but he knows that Melissa isn't ready. Um and then he explains to the counselor I may have to go back to the states. And um Melissa is shocked by this because she never heard him say anything like this. She didn't even know this was like a thought in Tim's head and she says it's too early like it will be breaking it will be a breaking point for us as a couple. And I just still don't trust you yet.
1: I think that this is like the first time that I felt like Maylisa has expressed
0: any emotion. Any emotion. Whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Let alone for him. And so she just goes on to say like she she had no idea that he was feeling this way. And that kind of almost felt like another betrayal. That like he hadn't said it to her. But she's also like spinning that to like be another thing against him and I understand that however like if I'm being intimate with a person which they have been recently and you're trying to rebuild like you're just hoping that you're gonna have like this gateway of like open and honest like Mm -hmm. communication and like so I can see how she kind of feels like well why didn't you share those doubts with me if I'm supposed to be like Your other person or your your soulmate. And I'm not agreed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I would kind of feel like taken aback a little bit about that. However, like like devil's advocate, it's like
1: you have the other person that's sitting in that situation going, like, I don't feel like this person completely cares about me or is like in this situation with me. And it feels almost like you're working against each other. And even when you are feeling like you have this like bond, and this like you know, like you're working together to like make that life together. Yeah, you still have like separate thoughts where you're like, I can't tell this person this, you know, because yeah, she has so much
0: distrust towards him. She does that, and that that's why I think almost that anything she, he does, she assumes that he'll be like 1, completely one hundred percent transparent with like anything he thinks which is not fair. That's not not a fair expectation. On the flip side, it's like, if you were the person that's like,
1: I don't want to give them another reason to feel like I should be like gone, Right? then I would be apprehensive about telling some, some information that I have about our relationship if I feel like if I say it, it's going to like cause more of a drift.
0: But that's why also Tim's an idiot because it's like- yeah, he is. You, but like, you could have just not brought that up and He's literally a cheese stick. Like, you, like- you <laughs> dumb ass cheese stick getting all soggy and shit in You're therapy. you soggy. You got all soggy. We need you to be crampy. You lost your fucking backbone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you just let me, Lisa, know something that she probably didn't.
1: Probably oh, yes. didn't need to know. Exactly. Or ever. Something that should not have been said. I bet
0: the TLC producers were like,
1: hey, cheese said
0: I got a drop? bath of marinara. <laughs> you got tell the tell me you man, tell man, all man, the yeah. bad shit. <laughs> and then just dunk it. They're like, hey,
1: check it out. Marinara. We're gonna stop putting you on the show unless you give us some fucking drama. <laughs> know, because...
0: This shit, so
1: yeah, for real. They were not worth the time this entire time, so. ever,
0: ever. I mean, literally, ever. literally, literally, literally. The man is known for being a cheese stick. So
1: <laughs>
0: how it's just good. as bad as being known as a baked potato, right? Or a couch <laughs> potato, or any kind of potato, or any potato. I'm a potato. I'm, I'm a fucking... I'm, I said, I'm a potato.
1: <laughs> I didn't even say potato. You're, wait, last um, time you said you're a potato, you said you're a baked potato. You're a twice baked potato. I'm a
0: twice baked potato because I'm extra.
1: I'm literally every kind of potato, but I'm I love just a potato. I I'm a love. Bud.
0: Oh, my God. What potato do I love the most? Potatoes Brian? No. Mashed potatoes.
1: M- mashed taters are my jam. I'm a mashed potato. Heavy breathing. Heavy breathing. <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> I'm a mashed potato for sure. Girl, With, if, like, you're, the... if you're a mashed potato, I'm like twice mashed <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loaded potato mashed I'm potato. like a chunky mashed potato, and you're like pureed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh girl that means i'm act- I <laughs> you're so extra mashed potato
0: okay I, that means i'm
1: <laughs> the best extra potato
0: potato okay <laughs> literally the best so next couple is
1: <laughs> kenny what, and kenny armando? armando okay mm-hmm.
0: So they go to they go back to the office where they had to file for their marriage license and they bring Hannah with them this time and they're in the car and they're driving and they tell Hannah where they're going. And the fact that the office had denied them the marriage the first time and Hannah goes ugly trickster. I and that was that was to the person that denied their marriage and i was like that she baby. is the cutest bb of all time ugly trickster <laughs> i love her i think hannah is like the she cutest the part cutest. of the entire thing she is the best ever so they show up to this um office and it was the same lady they dealt with before but they have to basically sign the denial letter of the marriage certificate so why they got denied and the letter says a bunch of fucked up shit and one of the most fucked up parts of the letter was um to uh Marriages between a man and a woman to guarantee and save the human species. How fucked up! So, what's crazy to me is that these two gay
1: men have six kids. Six kids between Between the two of them. Like they've literally five, five, yeah, five, 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 five. five, five, five. They have five kids between the two of them, and I'm like, here, they have five kids between the two of them, and they. Are like literally saving the human species.
0: It's <laughs> like that's it. They They're got- literally com- creating the most compassionate, wonderful, oh yes, people. Yes, like and that's, Hannah being so accepting. That's who and we so loving. That's uh, who we want recreating the human yes, species. Yes, exactly. Just so you all know, and adopt and, some children, right? And also, what a fucked up thing to say especially on a series that we're watching where there are men wearing, marrying women who are too old to have children or women marrying men too hold old to have children. Or what about all the couples that get married and have fertility issues and have to go to science for that? You know, gay couples can go to science for that too. Yeah. Like it's just such a, fucked up transgendered re, right you know, any, like yes so, anyone and any, everyone in any the world. type of family but it's just so fucked up that this is the piece of paper that they have to sign and they walk out of there and they actually say like this is humiliating and this is so fucked yeah. up and like and this, the the paper
1: they sign literally says like basically like I concede to yes this,
0: this being that the yes answer. yes I concede wild. to the fact
1: that they have to go to human not, resources afterwards well, and like talk to them about or not human resources but they have to like go basically so like, they talk take to them.
0: this letter and they have to sign it and then they are now sending on this letter to a human rights office. human rights yeah you and know, what resources. super. F- Or human human resources of Mexico. Mexico. So what is so fucked up about this too, is that like um, Kenny was explaining to us um, the reason why they moved to this particular state in Mexico is because it is more progressive with marriage laws. So think about this. Like they're even in a state Of Mexico that is considered more progressive and they're still denied and they still have to sign an ugly letter like that like that is so and then go and say that their
1: rights are being like tread upon for that yeah in order to try and actually get married yeah and Kenny can't do anything without no he can't get a job he can't get a job he so he can't have uh you know a residency mm-hmm. and then he can't get a job without that yeah so what like what a fucking nightmare to be in
0: trash trash not the trash. good kind Literally okay trash. so the last Couple we have to go over Perfect. finally. Devin and Ji It's so simple too. So her parents are coming to the wedding that they've been planning, like an actual wedding. Um they zoom before her parents come, and her mom still expresses like that she has issues with Jihoon yeah. of fucking she worst, has a distaste. She's the worst. Him. And then it was so funny because. Um, Devin's like, I just want you guys all to be calm, and then Ji Hoon comes in the room and he's like, Oh, you're talking to UP, and Devin's like, UP, and he was like, Yeah, UP, Alicia phobia, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like. First of all, I love Devin's, like, one-line, or not Devin's, Jihoon's G-Hoon! one-liners. I love his one-liners. He is so funny. Um, the past couple of episodes, he hasn't had any really good ones. But Yeah, because
0: he's been like a dog with a tail between yeah. his
1: legs. Except like... for our family's yeah. anal is getting so oh, dirty. Well, that was first season. No, no, no. Just recently when she was like, oh, you're upset because we don't have a a bidet. And he was like, my anal is so pretty." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh, my God. He finally said something funny. Like, what the fuck? Yeah,
0: he's so funny. So, anyway, he, yes, that was very funny. Um, Alicia phobia, which is Devin's mom's name is Alicia. So he's scared of Alicia. Okay, so they go to pick up her parents from the airport and I go, <laughs> I was writing this. This is the funniest shit ever. So I'm watching and I'm looking at how Drusilla hugs her parents and I'm or her her grandparents. And I was like, oh, it's so sweet. They just love each other so much. So I start writing how sweet it is. And I go, <laughs> sweet, and I go to write Drusilla. My phone corrects to Dracula. <laughs> so the fucking sentence goes, sweet Dracula, Mr. P- Grandparent.
1: <laughs> sweet, sweaty Dracula. Sweet Dracula. <laughs> That's what Dracilla just doesn't pick up. And, I, and so <laughs> it just. Who the fuck names our kid Dracilla? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody names our kid Drisilla I up. would
0: love to know the thought process on that. I just <laughs> really would. Like Drusilla. My and mom, you call her Drusilla. You don't even have a cute like little no, like nickname dress-y for her. Or like Silla. Or like Silly.
1: Or like Big D. Big D. That's the one. That's the one. We're calling her Big D. From here on out, Drusilla will be known henceforward as, as Big D. I cannot wait. That's what we're calling her. That's what we're calling it. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Why is that what you went to?
0: Because <laughs> I'm like, what else is a fucking nickname? Uh, not <laughs> Big D. No. She's cool. She's kind of gangster. She like messes sweaty with sweaty ass. ass Big D. She runs into a street. She has no qualms. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's the one we're going with. And so
0: her name Big is D. Big
1: D. From here on
0: out, <laughs> anyways, that's the end of June. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's what we end with. Ooh. All right, all right. Well, okay. So next Friday, we decided we're doing voyeur. Yes, as, as our documentary, we're doing. We're gonna the do voyeur documentary dave is going to be back to talk to us <laughs> and we're going to do voyeur which you can watch on netflix netflix, netflix. So, the we, voyeur the boy and, oh, and it's it. the day after thanksgiving <gasps> oh
1: my god it's like wait we have friendsgiving that night okay we have to step aside and do our podcast
0: sorry okay, so might be tipsy. Might be tipsy. <laughs> but Probably
1: The Voyeur really. on Netflix. Watch it. It's really good. Please. Look at this penis-shaped cap on top my head. I have a little... Look, Look at this. I have a ball sack. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ball sack right here. You like it. Um, please watch The Voyeur and watch your 90-day fiancé. We'll be back with that, too. <laughs> uh... Definitely get back in touch with us. Let us know what you guys are watching. Let us know what you want us to watch. We will watch documentaries. We'll watch anything trending. We'll watch anything trash. So let us
0: know. We love you. One week. Okay. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Wear the mask over your goddamn (laughs) nose. Yep. Bye. Bye.